stop the war now and come downstairs, I bellowed at child number two, as he glanced up from annihilating several zombies at once with a machine gun. Tell those creatures to leave off attacking you. Mummy needs you to come help her with her business. Blame Alex Osborne. He studied back in the 1950s how creative people have ideas and generate original solutions and his process of creative problem-solving became known as brainstorming. But you can't brainstorm all on your own, which is a real bummer for small business owners. Yes, you can get together with other business owners if you're lucky enough to find a group who also want to allow some creativity into their business minds, but normal adult learnt behaviour is to respond to creative ideas with negative critical judgement often killing the idea at source. So you have to be careful who you choose to brainstorm with, which is why I decided to ask my children to help brainstorm a particular problem. Surely, I reasoned, their young, fresh minds would not entirely drown nascent evolving ideas in a sea of murderous negativity like a local government committee, so that the most creative thought left shivering in the corner would be that maybe we should have another go next week. I was fully aware that teenage children possess cutthroat negativity, necessary when a zombie assassination is always imminent, for a few moments at least, and then in the next moment, utter indifference. But they were all I had available, and it was time to work on my business and not in it. So I decided to follow assiduously the greenhousing rules for brainstorming, to provide a safe structure, suspending judgement, exploring the idea in an empathic way and nurturing the idea to give it wings. Even if an idea turns out to be completely bonkers, the exploration often leads to offshoots of other less crazy solutions. Come on kids, I rallied, it's easier to tone down a wild new idea than to think up a new one. Let's start with suspending judgement and I'll write down everyone's ideas without comment. The problem, or as I prefer to call it, opportunity for improvement, was that like most business owners throughout the planet, I wanted more sales, quicker, now. As relaxing music played in the background, our greenhousing brought up a range of sticky post-its, which we gathered into three columns, though it was hard to know which column to put in, make child number three CEO, he's 12, and I struggled with where to place, scrap the whole business and start making zombie games for Xbox. Feeling overly confident in how well suspending judgement had gone, we moved into examining the ideas in more detail, tapping into our empathy, really standing in the shoes of the idea creator and understanding what lay behind that idea. Child number one. So what do you mean by take illegal refugees and train them to do sales and work the computer? Child number three. They won't want you to dob them in so they'll work for peanuts child number two. But that's disgusting. How can you suggest that, you little... Stop judging! I was forced to intervene. No ethics are allowed at this stage of the greenhousing process. Let's move on to nurturing the idea. Even if it's a really stupid one, asked child number two. Yes, I replied. That's the whole point. At that moment, I received some temporary mental relief from a well-timed interruption from my favourite business associate, Genevieve. I've emailed and texted five times in the last ten minutes and you haven't responded. Has something terrible happened? No, 
I reassured her. I'm just spending some time with the children. Oh, I didn't like the smidgen of surprise in her tone. That's so nice. We are brainstorming an opportunity for improvement. Ah, you're giving them a bollocking. No, for the business. Problem solving. Well, when you finish, they can do some brainstorming for me. I need to know how to get some more sales quickly. In fact, more sales now. Let me know what they come up with. One idea is to train up illegal immigrants to be a sales team. What a stupid idea. And the reason you called? She was gone. No doubt, busy caring for her own children, running two businesses and a household simultaneously like she does most days. Nurturing the idea was proving unrealistic, so I suggested we tried some reverse brainstorming. This went down surprisingly well. You might like to try this at home. Stage one, clearly identify the problem. We chose training potential sales staff. Stage two, reverse the problem. Let's not train anybody. Stage three, brainstorm the reverse problem. Sales staff won't know how to make sales. Potential customers will be put off and confused by non-English speaking sales team. Clients will feel more confused after talking to the sales team than before they picked up the phone. We'll get raided by the immigration officials and closed down and then perhaps we'll see more of you, Mummy. Then it was time to take one of the ideas and build upon it, having reversed it back again thus. Clients will feel more confused after talking to the sales team than before they picked up the phone became making clients feel less confused about what they are buying. Don't just rely on telephone conversations to share key information. In from child number one. Give clients videos and download info like I get for my Xbox game strategies. Child number two. Teach the clients what you do is really good for them instead of training illegal refugees. Child number three. And that was the eureka moment. Of course, instead of training up sales staff, what I needed to do was to educate my potential clients so that buying became easier. Sometimes being a parent is very rewarding. Genevieve, yes, she answered immediately. I know a few nice people from Estonia looking for work. They can say please and thank you, she preferred helpfully. Not necessary, I replied. We have a solution. Let's start a training company. And so we did. <laughs>